Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter Mark Bowman. And Mark, an 0-9 start, but here come the Braves. A big sweep in Miami over a team that a lot of people think could surprise this season in the Marlins. Uh, what changed between 0 and 9 and suddenly a 3 and 0 weekend? Well, you know this team, uh, it, it got some. It was able to preserve some leads. It did not make the defensive mistakes, and or some of the uh, the bullpen did not show some of its wear and tear or, or some of its weaknesses. Let's just you know put it how it is uh, during this weekend series. And in fact, the bullpen was a strength. Um, the defense was better, and, and, and what we saw was Nick Markakis continued to to pace that offense, and, and he was up there at the top of the lineup throughout the weekend. They, they moved Malik Smith down, uh, which made perfect sense. I think what we've seen from Malik Smith this first week is, you know, why the Braves really wanted him to stay in the minor league levels until June. He came up with the big hit yesterday, but at the same time, I don't think he's quite ready. Um, does it hurt him to, turn, to learn on the fly here? Not really, but at the same time, I, I think it could benefit him. Uh, to, to spend a little bit more time down at the minor league level, you can see he's close, but but there are some uh, some instances where whether it's plate recognition, just uh, where he could benefit from a little bit more seasoning. Um, he, they they got pretty good starting pitching. Uh, they didn't necessarily well, you know, Williams Perez. I, I think he may be. You know that they're in a position where if Mike Fultonevich pitches well here this next start here for Gwinnett, they could bring Fultonevich up to the rotation next week. So, um, you know, maybe Williams Perez is the guy that falls out of the rotation first. But this is a, you know, I, I think if you look back, that 0-9 start is they, they have really. I mean, at the end of the day, they had a chance to win at least four of those, maybe five of those games. Uh, they were also they faced within four of those nine games, Strasburg and, and Scherzer. So, uh, and then the other three games were against the Cardinals pitching staff, um, or at least three of the other games were against the Cardinals pitching staff. So, you know, it wasn't an easy first stretch. I, they, they they took advantage of what they were given down there in Miami, and now they head back home with a little bit of momentum. You mentioned Malik Smith, and, and what a wild first week in the major leagues for a guy. to You know, his first game, he gets his first hit, then he gets hit in the face with his helmet. He leaves bloodied, the blood trickling down his face, and then he ends the week with a game-winning hit in extra innings, but it's in a game in which 
until that point, he had really looked kind of lost at the plate. But that's baseball, I guess, is is what we say. Um, you, you know, when you even you even add to that, yeah, Tim, you, you, you got he gets the game winning hit, and and after, instead of everyone coming over and patting him on the back, Terry Pendleton, you know, he he gives him a a a good uh, didn't read him the riot act, but but he had some some things to say to him because he got caught in between first and second there. And the Braves missed an opportunity maybe to uh, drive in another insurance runner too there uh, after he delivered that game when he hit. So that's uh, those are little things that, that you know. Hey, look, maybe it's better that he makes a mistake here uh, instead of the minor league level because maybe down the minors at speed he gets and run down and, and, and he gets back to first base. In other words, it's sometimes it's, it's good to learn up here, but at the same time, I think what we have seen from Alex is is. Uh, there are still some some parts of his game that need some season. Yeah, still some maturing to do. Uh, you mentioned that the bullpen was good. Um, Jason Grilly on Saturday picks up his first save since rupturing his Achilles last season. A bit of a white knuckler, and then obviously he, he didn't pitch as well Sunday. But overall, um, how nice is it to see a guy like Jason Grilly, a guy who I know is a is a good guy, um, to to have to battle back the way he did to see him out there succeeding again. No, it, it is good to see anybody come back from that kind of injury, um, especially at his age. You know, he, his stuff is not quite what it was the previous couple of years. You still see him hobbling around. Uh, the fastball is not quite what it, it, it had been in the past. It, it, it has stayed rather consistent the last few outings around that 90, 91.8 uh, Fastball average fastball velocity. And last year, you know, you saw him up there a little bit higher, the 93, 94. Um, I, I think that you know it, it is very important for really to to remain healthy and, and give that brave, give the Braves some some depth there in the middle innings. It's not uh, you know as you saw, he can fill in to be the closer when Vizcaino is not available. Um, eat up, you know, either hand the ball to Vizcaino or at the same time step in and serve as a closer, a guy who, who knows how to get those out. And I think that's what we saw on Saturday night. You know, I, his last, that last at bat against Stanton, that just showed you who Jason really is. He, he, you know, he pulls him back, pulls him with two sliders there. I get him to swing at two pitches out of the zone. Uh, and then just challenges him with that, that high fastball to end the game. And, and, um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's good to see him there. I, I think that, that he will tell you, you know, he even told Freddie Gonzalez earlier in the week he got he worked a sixth inning earlier in the week because he just wasn't feeling good. So it's still a work in progress with him as he comes back from this significant injury at this age. But uh, yeah, like I said, that the Braves really need him to to add some depth to that bullpen. Over the course of a season, you need guys to step up and and be team players to be a successful team. And how about Matt Whistler stepping up and coming out of the bullpen to close things out on Sunday when this team really needed an inning from him? Yeah, you think about that. You you go back to Thursday and they're they're heading towards zero and nine. This guy, you know, had not gotten a lot of work. He gets sixteen pitches that game just just to get some work. The next night, he's needed. For four or four out save, he throws 35 pitches, and all of a sudden he's unavailable for Saturday or Sunday. Uh, they had a 4 nothing lead in the first inning. He ends up uh, giving up that lead, uh, and then Jason Grilly gives up, gives up the, the game-tying two-out single to each row uh, there in the ninth, and the Braves were, went into yesterday knowing they didn't have Vizcaino or Chris Winthrop. So they basically had five available relievers to, to get 
over the once uh, Justine left with one out in the sixth inning. They had to get through the rest of the game that way. They had two lefties that combined to face three batters uh, and get just one out. So now all of a sudden you're, you're looking at basically three relievers, and, and they were hoping that Grilly could have got that last out. When he did not, Whistler comes in and he gets a six-pitch, uh, throws a six-pitch perfect 10th inning to, to record the save. And, and I really don't think this throws him off uh, schedule all that much for the rest, for this week because he was scheduled to start Tuesday. Now you just back him up one day. You, you bring Julio Tehran back on on Tuesday to start on regular rest, and you know everything else falls into place. Yes, it, it would have been it would have been this significant had Whistler been forced to throw uh, you know multiple innings. I, I my thinking is what they probably would have done is reacted and said, okay, well instead of Mike Fulton having to start for Gwinnett tonight. He would have started the next one of the next two nights here for Atlanta. So, you know, the, the key is the front office has told Freddie, "Hey, look, go out there and try to win every game possible." There really wasn't, there really weren't any other choices yesterday. Uh, and some of the fans there, you jeopardized Matt Whistler's future. Well, really, I, I think it's the work he did was probably less taxing than what he would have done had he completed the side session. He was going to throw no matter what yesterday. So. Um, Everything worked out for Freddie there yesterday, and uh, like I said, you, you can't predict that Vizcaino is going to have to throw 35 pitches the night after you used him just to get some work in, but that's the way this season evolves, and, and it's probably one of the hardest parts about this game. You know, you ask any manager managing that bullpen, especially when you have a bullpen where you don't necessarily have uh, more than a couple good options. When you look at the week ahead, Mark, uh, three with the Dodgers and three with the Mets. Obviously, with the Dodgers, they're going to have to face Clayton Kershaw. They'll see Ross Stripling, who has looked tremendous early on this season. And they get Alex Wood, who returns to Turner Field. Is that going to be kind of neat to see a guy that spent some time with the Braves coming back and, and pitching against Atlanta? No doubt. No doubt. You know, Alex Wood, he's a, a year and a half, two years that I've got to know Alex. He was uh, he's a guy that you you like to see guys like that succeed, you know, whether they're right there in front of your eyes or succeeding from afar. And, and he's just he's a guy who has battled and uh, come back from Tommy John surgery, overcome everybody saying, hey, look, that funky delivery, you're never going to stay healthy. And so he, I, I realize he's uh, had a few bumps in the road here um, with the Dodgers, but at the same time, I think he's, uh, you know, he's going to really look forward to, to coming back here. I always go back to, Alex Wood's first start at the collegiate level. He pitched for the University of Georgia, and they went out to UCLA to face Garrett Cole, who was everyone at that point in time was touting him as going to be number one pick in the draft that year, and everything already. So all the all the hype was there, and and Alex ended up beating that Garrett Cole that day. So and it it does seem like every time he matches up against a, uh, another you know big name pitcher or you know the, the is a little bit more magnified, which it will be, you know, with him coming home and be a little bit more adrenaline flowing. You know, he seems to rise to the occasion. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see him pitch here this week. This has been MLB.com Extras Braves edition. Tune in again next week. 
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.